0: Hey, hey, it's Sandra again. Welcome to episode three of Million Dollar Commercial Agent. In this episode, I'm going to step you through the formula you'll need to follow to be super successful in commercial real estate. Now, this formula is an accumulation of 20 years of my work. This is not just made up off the top of my head. Now, I actually came up with this formula back in 2005, and it has not failed me. Now, sales is a numbers game. So the fundamentals of the formula is do the numbers and you'll do the fees. Back in 2005, I had a bricks and mortar office with six sales staff. And what I used to do was I used to use software to monitor the calls that were going in and out of their handsets on their desks uh, every day. And then once a month, we'd get together and we'd talk about the deals that these guys were doing. The number of calls they were making, the number of listings they were getting, the number of emails they were sending out, and we'd look at the correlation between these numbers and the deals they were doing. And so it was pretty easy to work out what worked and what didn't. Now, as hard as it may be to believe, some of the agents that worked for me were telling me they were doing the calls and they were telling me they were doing the emails, but they couldn't work out why they weren't hitting their targets every month. So it became pretty clear when I checked the records that they weren't doing the numbers, they were calling their friends, they were skipping out on the things that they needed to do to make the deals happen if you don't want to get on the phone and you don't want to do the work and you don't want to do those emails, this may not be the industry for you. You have to do these things. There are no ways around it. There are no shortcuts. Big mistake agents make is they get a listing, they put it online, they put a sign out the front and they sit back and they wait for the inquiry to come to them. This is a big no-no and it's why a lot of the agents aren't successful because they're not driving the listing, they're sitting back and they're expecting the marketing to do the work. You've got to do the work. the constant calling and the constant emailing every single day builds the momentum and builds what I call the snowball effect. So you start with a small ball and you keep rolling it and it's rolling down the hill and it gets momentum and it gets faster and it gets bigger. And the deals eventually that you're working on down the bottom, they spin around and they come out at the top and you get the deal done. And then you're just adding to the ball. If you down tools, you lose momentum. Do not wait for the deals to come to you. You need to be constantly driving those deals forward. Another thing too many agents do is they relax when the deal's done and they just think, well, I've done my deal for the month. Then I now I don't have to do anything. Uh, wrong. Keep going. Keep pushing. Stick with the formula. So what's the formula if you want to do one deal a month? Okay. It's really easy. You make 20 phone calls per day and you send 40 emails a day. Now you're going to get one deal a month. That's the way it's going to work. And I've tested the formula. Now that's probably a good start for new agents. You want to get some momentum up and you want to get really good at your your phone calls and your emails. Now, who are we calling and who are we emailing now if you if you're new in the industry and you're probably wondering i don't have that many people to call and i don't have that many people to email oh yes you do and again it comes back to the snowball once you start making the calls you're going to progress into new calls and you're going to get information and you're going to get leads through those calls that will snowball and you'll end up with plenty of people to call in fact, you should never run out of people to call and you should never run out of people to email. In the mornings when you sit down, you come up with your list of people to call. You, what you wanna be doing is targeting your LinkedIn database for a start where you're touching base. I mean, your emails could be messages on LinkedIn talking to potential prospect. Cold calling isn't really cold calling in commercial real estate. And this is why. People love to talk about their commercial property not too many people get upset if you phone them up and say, hi, I know you've got a listing and it's uh, the address is so-and-so and I really love your property and I'd love to be able to list it for you. We want to give you a hand to sell it or lease it. Or what's happening with that property or what's happening with your tenant there? Can we be of any assistance? Are you looking for more property? It's a funny little market, the commercial market. Any any investors or any owners or any buyers into that industry, they love talking about commercial property. I've really never had a terrible cold call. I've never rung somebody and they weren't interested. And the trick to it is to have something to offer that person when you call them. So if you're in a particular area, you want to research your area thoroughly so that you know what's going on in terms of sales figures in the area, commercial lease figures in the area. And that way you can start off a potentially awkward conversation with somebody by giving them information that they need because these owners rely on that sort of information pretty regularly to value their property, whether it's in their head and they just want to know what their property's worth at any point in time or whether they've got a tenant's lease that's coming up and they need to renew it and they're really not sure how the market's traveling. They love this stuff. So if you've got a bit of juicy information like, oh, by the way, the property next store to you or the property in the same suburb as you sold last week for this amount of money, that's your in. And you have already provided some service to these people. And that's really the key to it is to give them something that is of value. So I guess the big lesson in this is when you have a territory that you're leasing or selling into, whether you work for an office and they've nominated that territory, you want to start in a space that you can get a lot of information from you're doing your homework knowledge is power in this industry absolutely and they're going to test you so make sure you know your stuff now if you're new in the industry and you're really a bit green with the technical side of commercial real estate have no fear we will have a course out for you shortly that you'll be able to download which will step you through the fundamentals and the technical side of the industry but in the meantime, what you need to do is you need to look at your patch, look at your territory, get online, read the paper, read the newspaper. In Queensland, it's Friday's papers, either the, the Courier Mail, Financial Review, Gold Coast Bulletin, wherever your patch is. Find out which papers report on commercial property transactions. There is information in that, in that paper and you want to start collecting it. You want to be reading it yourself and making sure you understand how the market is tracking in terms of value, how what properties are selling for what. This is gold when you're making cold calls, warm calls, let's call them. And look, there's nothing wrong with admitting to somebody that you're new in the industry. And it's probably the right thing to do because if they ask you a question and you don't provide the answer, don't make it up and don't pretend you do. Just be honest and say, look, I'm new in the industry. Uh, I don't know the answer to that right now, but I'll come back to you. I'll find out. I've got a very good mentor. I've got a very good colleague. I've got a very good principal. Um, And we can certainly help you. And talk in ways as your team. This will give the client confidence that you can solve their problems. And this is what we do. We solve problems. And you're going to face tough questions. And you're going to face tough clients. And you're going to face tough Office environments. When I first started in commercial real estate, the initiation for me was the boys sent me to a bikies clubhouse and told me I had to do an appraisal on it. I had no idea I was being totally set up. Here's me walking around in with my. I was in my twenties. I was walking around with a clipboard and high heels at a gang's clubhouse, asking for Mr. Butcher, and his name was actually Butcher, and. The boys in the office thought it was hysterical. It's a bit of a tough industry and the clients are going to be businessmen, businesswomen, they'll test you. They want to make sure you know your stuff. So know your stuff. It's really simple. You need to do your homework. You can't just wing it. Use the four Ps. Prior preparation prevents piss-poor performance. This is like that. This is like being on stage presenting your work every single day. You have to be ready for it. You have to be ready for the tough questions. So I hope I haven't put you off commercial real estate altogether, but back to the formula, which is what this podcast was supposed to be about. So 20 phone calls. Where are we getting those phone calls? We're going on to LinkedIn and we're looking for clients that we want to touch base with. Go through your own database of friends that you may ha- know have businesses and talk to them about what's coming up in their property world and what their needs will be. Read the paper. Look for articles about businessmen who are maybe doing transactions. There might be if you're in retail, there might be a new brand that's rolling out and you want to have find out who the main guy is. Track him down be a private investigator, find people that you know will be beneficial to growing your business model. When you're talking to someone, ask them questions about if they know anybody that's looking for commercial property, if they know anybody that invests in commercial property, ask for their contact details. Do drive-bys in your patch, in your territory, and have a look for things like roller doors down. Call or Google the name on the sign and find out the company's phone number and ring up and ask to speak to the manager. That's your call done. Ask him what's going on with their business. Do they need more space? Do they want to downsize? Every day you should be on the hunt looking to grow the business, looking for opportunities. And as I said in my first podcast, when you look after yourself and you're meditating and you've got a clear mind and your thinking is focused on opportunities, then opportunities will come to you. So this might sound like a big drag and a whole lot of hard work, but every day it gets easier and easier because as you grow your database, you get people into the database that you can keep calling later on and eventually making 20 to 40 phone calls a day is easy because you have the people to call. You want to be touching base with these people all the time. The pool we swim in is very small. Commercial real estate investors and tenants, there's not a huge amount of people to talk to It's the same people. And that's why you should never do the wrong thing because you will end up selling the same investor five or six or seven properties. You will move tenants over their lifetime of their business three or four times, maybe more than that. You'll actually may end up selling them a commercial property for their business as they've grown. So stay in touch with these people. And also they know people too. So if you're a good agent and you're performing and you're doing the things you say you're going to do, then they're going to refer you work as well. So the snowball just keeps getting bigger. Now with the emails, you need to send 40 emails per day. And that sounds like a lot, but really when you sit down and do that, it's not. I always send 20 emails in the morning when I get up. It's the first thing I do. I get my first 20 out of the way. And they're usually the tough ones, whether they're asking for information or whether they're dealing with solicitors. The stuff I don't really want to do, the stuff that's not that fluffy, I get the ones I'm not looking forward to the most out of the way. And it's like phone calls too. Get the worst 10 out of the way. 10 before 10 is a rule that I've heard other agencies use. So you get the 10 worst phone calls that you have to make first. Do it with your emails too, the emails you weren't looking forward to, the ones that you might have to be finding some information. If you're a morning person like me, you have your game on first up. You're thinking way more clearly in the morning and doing the technical stuff is easier first thing in the morning. You might find late at night is your thing too, if you're that way inclined. So whether you're a morning person or a night owl doesn't really matter. Check your scent box once a day, twice a day, whatever. Make sure you're on track to send those 40 emails out. And honestly, once you start sending out 10, 15 emails, people are going to respond to you. You don't have to send out 40 emails to 40 different people. It could be responding to emails where you've asked somebody, hey, just a follow-up to see if you're interested in that property. And they've come back and said, yes, I need more information. And you've sent them the information. That's two emails. So don't be too hard on yourselves. It's all about the numbers, people. And remember, at the end of the day, in commercial real estate, if you do the fees, you do what you please. So it seems like a whole lot of hard work, but it's really the most rewarding work. Now, the rest of the formula involves touching base with people that you've actually made contact with. So you need to follow up each client you're dealing with. If you've met a prospect and you've cold called him and it turns into a hot lead, you need to talk to that person at least four times, whether it's talking or emailing, doesn't really matter, but you need to touch base with that person at least four times before you've even got any chance at all of doing a deal with that person. So they might be red hot. They might be white hot. It doesn't matter. You still need to get their confidence. It's that old sales saying, people do business with people that they like, trust, and respect. So the best way for somebody to like you and trust you is for you to keep talking to them, whether it's on the phone or face-to-face. I personally like to meet my clients face-to-face. If they're in my area, if I say, oh, if you're on the coast or you're in Brisbane, let's meet for a coffee next week. I like to see the color of their eyes. I think it's so much easier to build relationships with the people you've met. It might not logistically be possible, but if it is, it's something you should definitely do. Too many agents are just responding to emails and not meeting their clients and not actually even responding to their emails. So the career becomes short-lived and it's not pleasant and it makes it really hard. There's nothing cooler than being able to get in the road and go and have a cup of coffee with somebody and there's opportunities there and you meet some fascinating people and you can pick their brains and a lot of them are successful business people and you can find out what they've done and you can learn a lot from these people. It's such an eye-opener sometimes as to how people have actually made their money. Anyway, back to the formula. So the other thing you need to do, which is really important in the process for the formula is the paperwork whether you have lucky enough to have someone in house who does the paperwork for you or whether you do it yourself, don't forget this part. Make sure that you're sending the forms through to the girls in the office or the boys in the office that do this. Or if you have to do it yourself, allocate time to do it. Don't forget about this stuff because this is how the money's made. You have to follow the deals through to the end. So the paperwork could be, as a new agent, your Form 6s to list the listings. You might have had a really great phone call and someone saying, yeah, yeah, we've got it open listed. you can have a listing too. And then you forget to send them the Form 6. This is bad for business. You want to make sure that you're following through from the call through the Form 6 to getting the listing done, to getting the contract done. There's your deal. I hate paperwork too, but without without the paperwork, there's no payday. So make sure you don't forget to do that. So you've got your form six, you've got your listing now, you've gone out into the marketplace and you've done a deal. What do you keep doing? You keep following that deal through to the end. It's really important that you don't take your foot off the pedal with the deal itself because there's things that are going to be checked. There'll be, if it's a contract, there'll be possibly a building in pest which seems to be happening more and more in industrial now, which is quite weird, Uh, but it's out there. There could be a valuation. You want to make sure you're available to the valuer to let them into the building to get the valuation done before the finance is due. You might want to talk to their broker. You might want to be talking to their solicitor. In fact, it's a good idea to get in touch with the solicitor and say, if you need anything, I'm here, let me know you also want to make sure that your solicitor is keeping you in the loop. So as critical dates are coming up in the contract, you're aware of that and you can push your client along on your side of the fence to make sure that the deal goes through. Do not put a property under contract and leave it to its own devices. That is not going to happen. You need to be nurturing it along the way. If you're just going to sit back and cross your fingers there's a good chance a key date in the contract is going to be missed because you're the glue in the contract. You're the one who needs to follow it through. You also need to. I mean, your clients come to you. We're we're providing a service for property, but their everyday business is not property. They're not watching these things. The solicitors are supposed to keep these things on track, but there's things they are going to need from you, like access to the building. Make sure that you are putting the dates in your diary for the key dates for your contracts. With leases as well, you need to make sure that you're helping the tenant along the way. There's certain things that tenants need to do in industrial, such as having certificates of classification in Australia to make sure that they've got public liability insurance. And you need to let them know that. You could get to the day when they're supposed to pick up their keys and they haven't done this. The landlord's not going to let them in. So make sure that you follow all of these things will be in the technical sales uh, course as well. So um, if you need more information on that, ask me or you can visit our website and have a look. There's also a cheat sheet in the website for the record for the formula. So the website is milliondollaragent.live. And if you want to email me and ask me for anything directly, it's mil it's sandra at dollaragent.info. So um, that'll be in the notes below anyway. So last part of the formula to do one deal a month is that you've got to keep going. So once you've got that deal under contract or that lease done, don't down tools, keep going. Again, snowball, you do not want to lose momentum. So don't relax and think, oh, I've done my deal for the month. Just keep going because again, you will lose momentum. Now, the really cool thing is if you want to do two deals a month, you don't actually have to double the numbers that we talked about for the one deal a month. All you have to do is increase it by roughly 10% and the snowball gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you'll actually end up doing two deals a month. So I think I've worked it out as 50 emails per day instead of 40 and 30 phone calls a day and you'll end up doing two deals a month. And it's weird but it's it works. So trust me, again, from 2005, I have been tracking the progress. I've been looking at what I do myself and how many deals, and how many phone calls, and how many emails, and it. I've plotted it. There's, it's just a numbers game. And the more you do, the easier it becomes. So you follow up. You've got to get two listings a month, though, to do two deals a month, because you need something to do the deal with. So again, just make sure you're following through and you're doing your paperwork, and keep going. Once you've got those two deals under contract, don't slow down now. you want you want a roll. Literally, keep going. Finally, a little do's and don'ts list. Do's and don'ts list for you. Do qualify any prospects you have. Anybody who's interested in the property you've listed, make sure you qualify because you will end up running around all over town for somebody that has no real interest in purchasing or leasing a property who's just tie-kicking and trying to seek information. You want to find that out on the phone. Don't get in the car and waste your time because time is money. Time is precious. Do read your emails twice before sending them. If you're cu- cutting and pasting but the same email over and over again when you're prospecting, that's fine. But make sure the first one, you've read it and check it. Because if you've said something silly in there and you're cutting and pasting it, it's not the one guy who's going to think you're an idiot. It's the rest of them that you've pasted it to as well. Do's. Do be selective with your listings. If you've got a listing that's out of your depth or that you don't think you can sell, then don't list it. There's nothing in the 101 commercial real estate that says you have to list everything. You've got to get a result. So don't list something unless you know you're going to get a good result. Do ask for help. If you have found a listing, you think this is really great and I'm out of my depth, but you want to do the listing, ask for help. Ask your principal, find a mentor, ask somebody that you know in the industry or find somebody who you think is doing a really good job and say, I've got this listing. Do you want to work with me on it? Offer them fees. People don't work for nothing. So, you're going to have to probably pay for it, but you'll learn a whole lot. It's definitely worth it. Do walk away from bad deals. Don't do bad deals. Don't sell your investors bad investments. Walk away. The deal is not worth it. They will never, ever get over it and they'll tell all their friends about it. Sell them good properties because they keep coming back to you for more. If you sell them a bad investment and things go pear-shaped, it, just, it never ends well. So walk away. A couple of don'ts, and these are important. Don't say something unless it's true. Do not make stuff up. Only tell them what you know. If you don't know, admit you don't know. Tell them you will find out and come back to you. It's really important for your credibility and for your longevity in this industry. And finally, the big don't is don't speak badly about other agents. Even if you think it, do not say it. It makes you look petty and small-minded And you lose a whole lot of integrity when you start doing this. So don't do this. Don't be that person. So just to recap the formula, and I'm going to make this super quick because I know this has gone on a little bit, but to do one deal a month, you need to send 40 emails a day. You need to make 20 phone calls a day. You need to list one new property per week. You need to follow up, do the paperwork, follow the contracts through and keep going once that deal's done. Don't give up. To do two deals a day, you need to send at least 50 emails a day, make 30 phone calls a day, and do two listings a month, and you will do two deals a month. I've proven it. It works. Just an update, if you want to download the cheat sheet, go to sellingwithsandra.com. So my website is now sellingwithsandra.com, and this podcast is now called Selling with Sandra. So yeah. That's a wrap. My name's Sandra Carter. I'm a commercial agent. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and Facebook under Sandra Carter Commercial Agent, or just follow my hashtag. Hashtag selling with Sandra. Have a great one.